0: Welcome back to Pace Immigration, PaceImmigration.com, talking with immigration lawyer Andy Samachuk. Andy, good to see you. Hi, Sean. Good to see you again, too. Yeah, we're going to talk about something today that won't apply to me, but it might apply to some out there, and that is how do celebrity artists get visas to work in the U.S.? I put some slides together uh, drawing from your Forbes article, your recent Forbes article about this issue, and I've got the first question I've got for you. What is the best U.S. work visa for celebrities working in the arts and... As U.S. immigration, or I guess immigration around the world, it's a lot of alphabet soup. So we've got the P1 versus the P2 versus the O1B. Break this down for us.
1: Sure. So the P1 visa usually applies to someone who's, and we're talking about the arts here, celebrities in the arts. There's also like uh, athletes and people like that that fit in here too. But we're just talking about the arts today. So the P-1 visa applies to bands, for example, like the Rolling Stones coming into the United States. They would come in under P-1 visa. They could also qualify under uh, O-1, but usually they come in, uh, say, like the Beatles tour that came around uh, in the United States in the 60s. That would be P-1 visas. P-2 visas are for musicians that are going on gigs around the country. Um, Canadians in particular get those visas. These are musicians with like guitars, you know, walking around with guitars, the, those kind of people. They they get the P2 visa and they can go from town to town and set up mics and, you know, perform. This is usually not something that lawyers do. It's, it's done through the guilds, the P2 visas. You apply to the guild and they'll do the visa for you. But the O1B visa, that's for people in the arts. So that would be... Uh, Not only like television stars and movie stars, but, you know, uh, artists like uh, graphic artists or anybody who's prominent, a celebrity of any kind, the O1B. So we
0: could include like sculptors, painters, uh, things like that. Okay, Right. Excellent. Okay. So that's what those are. Let's get down to what are the requirements and who can apply. Um, I know in the article you go into great detail, so people should take a look at that but basically what it comes down to is you've got to be known. Is that right?
1: Yes, and uh, known means, for example, in the arts world, Academy Award, an Emmy, a Grammy, anything of that nature in the United States or outside. So for example, a Juno in Canada would apply, you know, in terms of uh, getting you over the bar. And even a nomination for such an award could almost get you the O-1B visa. There are other criteria such as, you know, articles written about you in the trade journals, successful commercial uh, achievement, uh, recognition of you as a, for example, a judge in the work of others, those kind of uh, extras that can be used okay. also to get you over the finish line. But the, the, the important thing is that recognition by your peers and by others.
0: Okay. Um, By the way, the arts, do writers uh, come in here, like novelists, things like that? Okay. Excellent. Uh, The next slide I've got for you, Andy. Does the O-1 work visa? And we get this question a lot in uh, U.S. immigration. Does the O, not necessarily the O-1, but that almighty green card. So does the O-1 work visa lead to a green card? And you referenced in Forbes, the O-1 versus the EB-1. Can you go into this for us?
1: Yeah. So the O1 is a work visa normally granted for three years. You can renew uh, indefinitely, but you have to be working on the arts to be able to use the work visa to be in the United States. You can live and work in the United States, but you don't get a permanent resident card, a green card. The EB1 visa, immigrant visa, is for people who want a green card. The criteria are very similar, but they're not interchangeable, meaning if you have an Academy Award, a Pulitzer Prize or any of these kind of awards, you're likely going to be able to get a green card. But the scrutiny that the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service that uh, applies to green cards is far greater than the scrutiny for O-1 visas so some o1 visa holders will be surprised when they apply for a green card and find out they're not eligible simply that's, because of the degree of detail required to to get the green card
0: that's interesting isn't it so the o1 if you're sitting down with a prospective client you might be telling them look uh the o1 is the way to go because the eb1 and the and the green card is going to be a lot harder for you
1: yeah it's uh, I I tend to use O1 as the springboard for ultimately getting the green card. I would not normally apply straight for a green card. It is possible, for example, if you are Drake, that yeah. you go straight to an EB1 green card application. But short of that kind of outstanding achievement, uh, it's probably wiser to get the O1 visa, which is sort of a preliminary approval in the. EB-1 category.
0: Excellent. Okay. Uh, the last one I've got for you, of course, everyone wants to know this kind of thing, no matter what's going on in their, in the legal realm, how long does it take? What's the process like?
1: Well, uh, it depends where you're from. Here's an example. If you're from Canada, you can apply for an O-1 visa and pay a premium processing fee of $2,500, and you could get the visa like the approval of the petition in within two weeks and you can go right to the border and you can get in right away so two weeks if you pay premium processing otherwise such a, a petition may take two three months in normal times and with covid probably a lot longer to get approved if you're not from canada you're from other countries say like europe or wherever In that case, normally you have to go through a consulate, so there's a second step. The petition is approved, and you could get it approved in two weeks if you pay premium processing. But now you just have an approval notice, which the Canadian can go down to the States on. But in the case of someone else, they have to use that approval notice to get an appointment to go to the U.S. consulate wherever they live and then get a visa pasted into their passport which will open the door for them to go in. The challenge with that right now is because of the COVID situation, there are long lineups for getting an appointment at a US consulate. So it can take some time for you to get the one visa in your passport. As for the green card uh, uh, approval uh, process, it takes about a year to get a petition approved for a green card and then again, In all cases, including Canadians, you have to go to the US consulate to get a visa, an immigrant visa this time. The other one's a non-immigrant work visa. This one's an immigrant visa. To get that immigrant visa, face it in your passport, and then you can enter the United States. So work permit, a a couple of weeks or a couple of months maybe. Green card, at least a year, probably longer because of COVID.
0: Okay, very succinct, thanks and one thing you're saying i'm it's funny when I listen to you, like you go and do this, you go and do that and my answer to people is don't go and do it let Andy do it <laughs> that's why you pay lawyers to put this stuff together, and get this ready for you to yes, take well, you're, time.
1: you're on this call <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right the time and the stress right so Andy, thanks for joining us and defining all that stuff about the O01 Anyone with questions can contact Andy at a at and there's no doubt that he can help you out Andy, until next time. Yeah if we keep this
1: up Sean maybe in a few years maybe a decade or so maybe we'll be celebrities That's to, right
0: well YouTube here. no YouTube notoriety man. Right.